Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sonia Gavankar. I'm Stephanie Gage, and I'm already laughing. She's having such a good time. We are well into our LinkedIn conversation. We're going to go expert level. We hope over the last couple of weeks, you have reactivated your LinkedIn account and really made sure that it reflects the story of your career and where you want your next steps to be. We're starting a movement. We are starting a movement. So let's talk about expert level. Like I said, we hope that you've reactivated your LinkedIn networks and that you're really getting in there and working your tribe. Mm -hmm. Building your tribe. And part of that means that you need to get out of your comfort level. And just like we've said, when you go to networking events, you need to do the virtual networking. So I'm encouraging folks to take those keywords that they're seeing over and over again, the ones that they have incorporated into their resume to actually join groups that show the same identity. Absolutely. So the top priority in terms of searching for groups to join are obviously groups that are in your customers' industries if you are looking to make sales or in your industry. So you want to be seen in the industry that you are trying to build your career. If you are looking to make a career transition into another industry, you should have both, you should join both groups in your current industry and in the one you want to go into so that you start building your brand around where you're going, not just where you've been. And don't be, just don't be one of those lingerers in the corner. Don't be a wallflower of a group. No, if you're going to be in a group, you need to be smart in that group. So join discussions, post articles, start your own discussions, be seen as... We hate this expression a little bit, but a thought leader, <laughs> right? Say, you knew yeah. I was going there, was gonna... but you need to be a conversation leader, if nothing else. So that again, your name starts coming up in front of people that are in this industry so that there can be growth for you, that you're recognized, your branding. And this is so important too, if you are changing industries to start being in front of those folks, those folks in those groups then become contacts for you, can become top shelf contacts for you, can make introductions for you that we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. So you need to not just join groups and say, look at me, that's done. You need to go in there and then engage to saying something interesting within that platform. So while we are talking about this, can I just take a little bit of a step back and say that as you're thinking about LinkedIn, this actually wraps back to to week one, but it's the best and most important advice throughout the course of this is that you have got to have a strategy or plan when you go into this. We are not suggesting you use LinkedIn and you just have to use it and just be out there. There needs to be purpose and focus in your career, right? Are you trying, what are you trying to build? What are you trying to do? Is it building your tribe? Is it growing your career? Is it transitioning industries? Uh, is it looking for the next job? So be really thoughtful about what your purpose is with LinkedIn, and then you can create a strategy to do that. Again, that will help you narrow the groups that you want to join, the industries that you want those groups to be in, or the customers that you want to attract if you're working a side hustle. So be thoughtful about what your goal is. Then again, who your tribe is now and who it needs to be. Find out what that means by going back and listening to some of our older podcasts from earlier this year where we talked about networking and tribe building. So if you don't have a plan, it will feel like time wasted. And it will feel that way to people who are receiving information on the back end. It will just be like, well, she threw out that blurb, so what? Dead sight, that's... That's the worst feeling. I feel like you are stagnant and I have no interest in being a part of your conversation if your site is boring. And 
dull and old. Even when you're thinking about what your headline's going to be and what you want to highlight in your summary, all of that goes back to what's your purpose? Why are you doing this in the first place? That will help you shift and brand yourself so people know how to engage with you. If you tell people how to engage with you, they'll do it. People just need direction. So we talked a little bit about that networking and that's getting over that feeling of shameless self-promotion because that's what LinkedIn is. It's supposed to be for shameless self-promotion. So get out there. Make sure that the story is tight before you start being shameless about it, though. And always ask, again, make it a reciprocal. Make it relationship building. Think about what you can also bring to the table for other folks. So this is a good time to do some uh, analysis of yourself and your strengths and what you have to offer because to go to someone and ask them for their help, you want to say, and I can offer this in return. Speaking of analysis, there is so much data available through LinkedIn. You need to be massaging your data. You need to be checking it and you need to be looking at your analytics. No, you do. You need to be looking to see when your target audience is looking at you, how they're looking at you, when they're looking at you. How do you do that? You can actually go into your profile, see who is looking at you and dive deeper. Who are they? Are, Are you suddenly getting a lot of bad job recommendations? It's probably because your profile is not using the right keywords. So see who's coming to you, see why they're coming to you, and then move on and change so you're attracting the right audience. Offer what your audience is looking for. That goes back to when we talk about attracting the right audience, it's going back to using the keywords. If your profile is written in a way that is unclear or points in a different direction, that's who's going, that's the direction you're going to get. So go back and tweak as necessary, change words, use things that are more uh, industry consistent and make your profile line up with where you want to go. Again, not just where you've been. And on that point, what is industry standard is maybe not industry standard for the internet. When I look for hosting jobs, I often get announcements of host options for Outback Steakhouse because Outback Outback Steakhouse is looking for a host, like the person who stands at the front door and then seats you. So I had to recalibrate the kind of words that I was using. I started using on-camera talent. I started seeing what other folks were using because it wasn't working for the algorithm. And I also think that people should go old school. After using all these, (laughs) after using all these tools and after using all of these great online resources and you make an actual connection, what do Stephanie and I always say? Write an actual thank you card. This is important. And why a thank you card works here is because connection building is not time sensitive. Typically, the the actual thank you card, the on the good stationery, written in real pen, your handwriting is okay. Now, when you're in a job situation and you're interviewing, that is an email because that is a time sensitive situation. So you need that thank you to be in there within 24 hours from the time your interview ends. So that's important. But here, you don't have that same time sensitivity. So it's great to slow it down, say thank you in a genuine way. Over the last couple of weeks, we've hoped that you've really amped up your LinkedIn messaging and how you're talking to people, when you're talking to people, and the research that you're doing with those people. We want to hear your success stories. So send us screen grabs. We want to see what good work you're doing. And of course, remember, you can always reach out to us to get some templates because we've done it before. We've seen what works and we've seen what hasn't worked. We'd love to share those with you. 
so you don't make the wrong mistakes. Absolutely. Big takeaway from this week about transforming how you are using LinkedIn is to have a plan. Is to really craft that plan, have a strategy, know why you're using it, and then all of the other tips that we've given will fall into place. So that transforms it just from a time waste to a real career shaker. Ooh. That's right. Rump shaker. Goes back to what I was thinking before. Still wants to. <laughs> still, still wants to wrap. I can't help it. She's Stephanie Gage. I'm Sonia Gavekar. Join us next week.